0: not seen, nor yet heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man But the Lord, hath prepared for them that love him. We're looking forward to heaven, aren't we? Tonight we'll use as our text Exodus 33, verse 21, it says, And behold, and the Lord said, Behold there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. One thing we can be assured of, whether it's day or night, whether life seems easy, or maybe it's a little bit more difficult, God has a place for you. It's not a backseat. It's not a second-rate place, but a place by Him directly under His care. And it is solid. There is a place by me and thou shalt stand upon a rock. When life presents the unexpected, God is there. I can't tell you how many times over the last few years I've reflected on this verse and the Lord has brought it to my heart when... I've been burdened or the cares of life seem to be uh, overwhelming. The grief comes along. There is a place by me. When you're praying uh, for your children and you're making life's decisions and you need guidance, there is a place by me. When you're work and need to make decisions and prioritize the hundred things that have to happen, you can go to the Lord. He says, there's a place by me. Moses here had experienced possibly one of the most memorable and spectacular days of his life, events of his life, 40 days one-on-one with God. Back in chapter 24, the Lord called him up to the mountain. He set out there, not much uh, after that. It, said, uh, it says there in the 24th chapter, at the top of the mountain, the glory of God was there and there was fire. It looked like fire was consuming it. For six days, Moses waited. On the seventh day, the Lord called him up and he went up into the mountain. He was not afraid. You read elsewhere that the children of Israel were afraid. Feared what was happening there, uh, Moses knew God. Yeah, God was not going to destroy him. God was calling him up. God knows his own. In fact, we read in uh, Paul's second letter to Timothy, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let all them that name, the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. The Lord knows His people. We look uh, and consider Job. When he, in the 23rd chapter of Job, when he was uh, uh, in the depths of grief and sorrow, perhaps, that he says there in the 8th verse of of the 23rd chapter, Behold, I go forward, but he's not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed The words of his mouth more than my necessary food. When you live like that, when you have an attitude like that, the Lord knows you are his. And he knows where you are. And there is a place by him. Moses went up to the mountain on behalf of the children of Israel, on behalf of his people, to give instruction on building the tabernacle, the law, instruction for life. 40 days in the presence of God to bask in His glory. Meanwhile, down in the camp, the children of Israel began to grow restless, impatient. There's a lesson for us to learn when we're waiting on God, when we have petitioned the Lord don't see much movement, no action, don't get impatient. Wait on the Lord. When you bring your requests or your suggestion to the pastor, don't get impatient. If you don't see things happening, if you don't see things moving, it could be that he is one-on-one with God for you. If you strike out on your own, you may find yourself marching around a golden calf. Be patient. Wait on the Lord. No, instead, seek out a place close to God. He will sustain you. He will hold you through and uh, find you a place of worship while you wait. Moses came down from the mountain and went from maybe one of the high points of his life to one of the low points. We found these children uh, of Israel had uh, thrown all the gold into the fire and uh, somehow a calf jumped out. Moses knew that wasn't true, as we do, and God did, and they did. So it uh, upset God, of course, and he went, uh, Moses went before the Lord on their behalf. God wanted to destroy them, but uh, but, uh, Moses said to the Lord in verse 32 of chapter 32, Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sins, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of the book which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. You will answer, for your sin. No one else will stand for you, not your parents, not your spouse. You will stand before God with that burden of sin. But thank the Lord we have Jesus who, who went to the cross to take that sin for you. Who can forgive that sin. Who can remove the guilt of sin. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We're thankful that the Lord not only can remove the sins, take the sin away, but can remove the guilt as well. So Moses goes before the Lord to find some comfort, to find some direction. We read here a beautiful uh, illustration, a beautiful part of this story where Moses takes the tabernacle, moves it outside the camp. And we we see here in verse 7, everyone which sought the Lord went out into the tabernacle. Went out to see the Lord. There's a place of worship. Uh, when, you're, uh, when life becomes difficult, seek out a place of worship. Uh, the Lord said, there's a place by me where you can worship made for that very thing. We can seek Him out and find Him there. So the Lord tells Moses, uh, I know you, Moses. I know you. I know you by your name. And Moses says, If, if, uh, if, we, if you don't go with us, Lord, I don't want to go. That's a good attitude to have when we strike out on life's course. Lord, if you don't go with me, I don't even want to go. I need you with me to hold my hand, to take me step by step, to give me direction. Moses goes on and, and the Lord tells him, Yeah, Moses, I know you by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. It pays to know God. It pays to be known by God as his child. Brother Isaac mentioned Sunday night, he was the scripture, Why halt you between two opinions? If you're unsaved, Why? Uh, what decision is there to make? There's so many benefits to serving the Lord. The, the idols that this world offers drugs and alcohol and uh, parting and self those lead to destruction. But salvation leads to eternal life. Destruction, eternal life. It's a good decision. It's the best decision you'll ever make. Choose life. Jesus Christ Christ gave his life that you and I can be called a child of God. He knows your struggle, He feels your pain, He knows your situation. When we can't find the words to say, when we get down to pray. When things come in that are that are difficult, we fall to our knees and altar a prayer, or beside the couch, or by our bedside, and the burdens are heavy, and all that comes are tears. The Lord understands. He hears that. And he can go to the Father and say, I recognize. I recognize the grief. I recognize the place. Call them up. There's a place by me. The Lord will do that. We've proved it, haven't we? The Lord is faithful. One of these days we'll take our place by the Lord and never have to leave again. Eternal life awaits us. I read a story this past year uh, sometime about a man who was on a journey home of a business trip. He was on the last leg of his journey, he boarded a flight, small aircraft, a couple hour flight, took his seat, took off not far into his flight. The captain came over the intercom and said, We're not going to be serving any drinks or food. We're expecting to encounter a storm. And you can see the Uneasiness on everyone's face. And uh, again, he came on, the captain did came on the intercom and said, Everyone needs to fasten their seatbelts. We're going to fly into the storm shortly. And uh, sure enough, not long after, the thunder bolts echoed through the cabin, drowning up the sound of the engines. The lightning flash filled the cabin with light. And he looked up. A couple rows ahead in the the aisle seat there, a young girl, six years old, six, seven years old, just reading a book. Her feet tucked up underneath her. Didn't seem to be worried at all. The the plane was tossed. It felt like it uh, fell thousands of feet at a time, then lifted up, bouncing around. The cork, everybody's, uh, people around are screaming. People are praying out loud. The lady sitting beside him is crying. He looked at that young lady sitting up front there, that little girl, and there she was. Once in a while, she would just close her eyes for a moment, open back up, and read her book. Well, they made it through the storm. He landed. As the passengers departed the airplane, he held back. He went up and sat across from that young little girl. And he said, I couldn't help but notice. As the storm was going on, everyone was afraid. And fear was not in your world. Why? She said, "My daddy's the pilot. He put me up here by him because he's taking me home. Our father's the pilot. Yes. He's taking us home. Yes. We're on our way. Yes. We need direction is a place by the Lord. You have a burden? There's a place by the Lord. You're seeking uh, salvation? There's a place especially for you by the Lord. Those deeper experiences. You know, I, uh, 1998, July 10th, right over there, I sought my baptism for months, came here to camp meeting, the last Friday night at a camp meeting, as I prayed there, poured my heart out to the Lord. I felt that, that these very words the Lord saying, there's a place by me. Don't worry about the thing. Seek me. You'll find me. I'm here. I can be found. I did. I sought the Lord that night. There was a place by Him and He filled me with His Holy Spirit. He will do that for you. He will save you. He will help you. The Lord is faithful. He's been faithful all these years. He won't stop tonight. He'll be faithful tonight as you pray. We're going to stand and sing, and come and pray. The song is 355.